0: Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Thursday afternoon, just before Friday Monday morning podcast. And I'm just checking it on you. I'm just checking to see if you can still pee. If you're old like me, you can't. I'm kidding. Anyway, um, what's going on? Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Um, I I saw I saw. A Oh, I saw something on the internet. I cannot get to a fucking stand-up stage fast enough. It it was just such a gift from the comedy gods. I don't even know what angle to drop it. It's just every fucking angle is funny. Well, I got to tell you the topic. Some fucking idiot guy hooked himself up to a car battery so he could see what it felt like to deliver a baby. I mean, just... I mean, sometimes... You got to dig for the comedy and other times it's just presented on a pillow. One of them royal pillows, right? Somebody comes in dressed with his fucking socks, yanked up to his knees, you know, the little puffy pants. Yeah, you are, sir. Ten minutes of fucking material. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable Jesus Christ. It's just, I I can't, you know, but I'm I'm actually, uh, I'm going to a wedding this weekend um, oh, Billy, Twinkletoes is going to be out on the dance floor. So, oh, my God, a white man sober at a fucking wedding. Oh, being dragged out on the dance floor. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. If I could just get through that, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Why isn't it okay with people that dance that other people don't dance? Why can't they just leave us alone? Why can't you just leave? I'm, I'm having a good time. I don't need to be twirling around, fucking ripping my suit or whatever the fuck it is you're doing. Now. You're, you're good at it. That's, just, that's what you should be doing. Fantastic. Why do I have to fucking go out there? I don't want to go out there. Can't I just sit over here and just fucking, you know, have something to eat, talk to somebody? Got to go out there like fucking Fred Astaire and fucking jumping around poles and shit? I mean, I, I just don't understand. I just do not understand why that is a part of a wedding like a required part of it like if I showed up you know I, I, I wore the suit I, I applauded I brought a gift no nope, you don't get credit unless you get out take those old records off the shelf. why Jesus Christ And then your fucking chick gets mad if you don't fucking go out there come on out here I don't... Want, do, I, do I get mad at you when you don't want to go to a football game? You say it's boring. I like the grass. The grass is pretty. Do I go like... Oh, I am like so fucking mad at you right now. It's like, I get it. You don't want to do this shit. I will never do this to you again. Nope. I've been joking with my wife all week. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Okay? I'm in therapy right now. And my, I'm going to make my... For the first time in my life, my no's are going to mean no. I, I, I am not... I am not drinking Merlot. No, it was kidding. No, I'm going to get out there. I'll have a good time. But I am just fucking. I refuse to try. You know. You want me to go out there? I'll go out there. Okay. It's just, I just. I don't understand it. I just don't. I've never understood it. It's. It's like you go to a bar. There's drinking. There's darts. You know. You. you if you're going and you get shit faced, you're fine. You know. If you didn't play darts, you know. You still get credit for drinking. You can still get pulled over for drinking and driving. People at the bar are like, hey, hey, come on, get out of here. Get out of here. Throw, this, throw the fucking darts. <laughs> come on, it's fun. Right? It's just like, why can't I just fucking, why can't you just let me be the socially introverted mess that I am? Can't you just let me be that? Oh, Christ. It's unbelievable. Um. But you know what? It's the balance of life, because the comedy gods gave me that fucking moron. Oh my god! Oh, I cannot. I can't. I can't fucking wait. I mean, like, there's like jokes in my act that are going to have to be removed. They, they're going to lose a spot in the lineup. Oh, I can't wait with the thoughts that I have about that. I just cannot wait to get all of that out of me. And uh, the next couple of nights, you know, is the whole the whole wedding. You know, I just found out too that, you know, my wife is like, okay, this, I'm wearing this for the, for the rehearsal dinner and I'm wearing this for the wedding. What do you think? I'm like, it's great. I need two outfits. She's like, yeah, it's, it's the night. Be- All right. Okay. I can fix that. I'm going to do the old, uh, one suit, two shirt fucking move. How do you like that? White shirt, black shirt. <laughs> White shirt, black shirt, red fish, blue fish. That's one of those Dr. Seuss books. That's what I'm doing. That's what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. I just want to go there and have a good time the way I have a good time. Okay? The way I do it. Okay? But for some reason, these, these happy people that had pleasant childhoods want to drag you into the fairy tale of their life. And you're just like, you're just can you just respect what I came up with. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking around, but I, I would be lying to you if, if I didn't say I, 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 I don't have a little anxiety. Um, it's, yeah, you know, but not as much anxiety. I'm sitting there fucking, you know, watching the goddamn Olympics and all these, uh, you know, all of these people, what's going on though. They say the Russians are banned, but they're still there. It's just like, has the world just gone fucking crazy? It's like, they're banned. They're not there. Look at this guy. He looks like he's Russian. Could he be Russian? So who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if they go there and win and they're playing for another country? Who cares? Who gives a fuck? Like, Who gives a fuck if Russia won all the medals? Aren't we past? Who gives a fuck? Oh, are you better at badminton than we are? I don't give a fuck if the Russians are better at us than badminton. I give a shit if they're coming over the wall and they're pissed. Those guys are fucking crazy. You know, you want to go fucking, you know, beat somebody at ping pong. Oh, can you do the backstroke better than some guy from fucking uh, Czechoslovakia? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'll watch it. I'll enjoy it. I don't understand. Why are they banned? That's stupid. That's like taking Darth Vader out of a fucking Star Wars movie. Now what do you got? Why are the Russians banned? Are the Russians... Banned. How do you spell banned? I'm spelling banned like you want to start a band, man. Okay. Okay. I don't know what happened. It just like crossed out half the shit I wrote. 2019, the World Anti-Doping Agency banned Russians from all international sporting competitions. (laughs) Uh, They just can't get sober over there, can they? Including the Olympics for four years over a doping scandal. What is this, their 900th? They're like the fucking USC of countries. Uh, The punishment was cut in half two years ago, payola, whoa, by the Court of Arbitration for Sport following a 2020, what, they give you some plutonium, hey, can you make this go away, Uh, Italian accent for fucking Russians, I don't know why, Bill, all right, a 2020 appeal and now ends in December 2022, all right, what was the dope, why are the Russian athletes competing at the Tokyo Olympics despite... Wait, they're there wearing Russian... Dude, that's hilarious. They just crashed it? All right, wait a second. Why are the Russian athletes competing at Tokyo Olympics despite the country's ban? Sporting authorities do not want to punish clean athletes or cut off the money. Well, yeah, if they're clean, that's fine. You know, somebody next to me in class flunks, but I pass, why should I have to go to summer school too? You like how I passed the class in that scenario? The reality was I was the guy going to summer school. When is an international Olympic team not an international Olympic team? When it's the Russian Olympic Committee. Officially, Russia is banned. Oh, B-A-N-N-E-D. Not B-A-N-D-E-D. banded. Such a dope. From competing in Tokyo for previous doping offenses. Give me drugs. Give me drugs. But viewers would be... Forgiven for thinking otherwise. A team of 335 athletes from Russia is competing under the name of the ROC. What does that stand? Russian oxy cocaine heads. Russian oxy coke heads. I'm sorry. Wearing white, blue, and red uniforms and winning plenty of medals. Russia, I mean, you got to love that. I mean, you got to love, you know, something punk rock about that. Something rebellious. I like it. Russia has repeatedly violated anti-doping laws. Have the rules been tough enough? At the Winter Olympics in Vancouver in twenty ten, Russia won fifteen medals, putting its eleventh in the table. The fuck does that mean? Four years later in the Russian resort of Sochi, it came first with third it came in first with thirty medals. <laughs> they were working out day and night, those guys. Some of this improvement could be down to home advantage. Australia, China, and Britain each improved their medal halls when they hosted the summer games in recent years, but but Russian athletes received a more subtle leg up in the form of an extensive state-sponsored doping program. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking thing to waste drugs on. Let's see who can fucking ski faster down a fucking hill. It's so dumb. Why don't they cure paralysis? You know what? What are we doing? It's so fucking dumb. I don't. I don't fucking. I like the Olympics. I like watching it, and I, I like seeing somebody win and be happy. And I feel sad when somebody blows it, regardless of what country they're from. You know what I mean? Unless they're playing like a real sport, like hockey, basketball. You know. I used to like U.S. basketball until they let the NBA guys play. Then I, I can't get into it. Although the, the European teams are good now, so maybe it's good. Maybe we up the, the, the level, I guess. I don't fucking know. I don't know a lot of things. All right. I don't know much, but I don't give a fuck if you win a medal. Um, all right. More sad news. More sad news. Rest in peace, uh, Joey Jordanson. The incredible drummer from Slipknot. Um. Uh, just gone way, way, way too soon. I don't know, was he 45, 46 years old? Um, I mean, talk about a guy that just influenced I don't know how many, like probably two full generations of kids to play double bass. All these kids you see playing blindingly fast. You know, he's part of that whole You know, Lars, Dave Lombardo, all of those guys, that whole legacy of those speed metal drummers, which, you know, I was more of a hair metal guy. I got into this shit a little bit later, but Jesus Christ. Uh, Such sad, sad news. Uh, And Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, who I couldn't believe was 71, 72 years old, sent me down this friggin', I don't know, what do they call it, rabbit hole, of just seeing how many musicians are dead from the '80s. Don't ever do that to yourself if you're my age. My God, there were so many people. I didn't know the guy who was saying, "I fucking sold it out in Africa." I didn't know he was dead. A lot of fucking dead people, man. Thirty years goes by, a lot of people die. There you go, Bill. That was brilliant. Thank you. That's why we listen to the podcast. That was such a stupid statement. Um, <clears throat> a lot of musicians. Thirty years is a. a, Musicians seem to age in dog years, man. This is just being on the fucking road, especially those older guys, man. Because they were sort of the uh, the lab rats uh, doing the road. Like nobody knew, you know. Nobody knew. Like I I think he. Like I I don't even think like uh, the Betty Ford Clinic came out until like Betty Ford, right? I mean, how many times did Betty Ford have to make an ass of herself before? Like, that's when you know you're fucked up, when they, like, name the clinic after you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a first ballot Hall of Fame drunk. You know what? Give it up for Betty Ford. I bet she was fun to drink with. Um, yeah, Dusty Hill, great, unbelievable band. ZZ Top and uh, one of the tightest bands you'd ever see. And I was actually listening to them today and there was a song that they were playing and it literally sounded like slowed down Pantera. <laughs> because those are two of the tightest bands ever. And they were both, in a way, a power trio. Except uh, Pantera had the extra, they didn't have a, you know, the guitar player didn't sing lead. So, all right. I think I've made enough of an ass of myself. Uh, so rest in peace, Joey Jordanson and uh, Dusty Hill. Um, yeah, man, just with all these people, Jeff Labar, all these people dying, it's just taking me back. I actually, you know, been watching these old concerts and then I'm just looking at all of this shit. And it's like, Bill, you have to fucking understand that when you were in the 1980s and you look back at the 1950s, ain't but a hound dog, how long ago that seemed, that's what kids today are kind of looking at the 80s as. That's how long ago that was. It's actually now we, we we're basically what would have been in my life like 1991 for these kids is 2021. If That made any fucking sense. The math made sense in my head. That's how that's what I do. I always take it back to the 80s or the 90s. Right. If I think about the 70s, like what does that feel like to a kid today? That's 20. I just go back to when I was 20, 1988. Right. If you went back, you know. 40 years. That'd be 1948. Man, it's a fucking centuries ago to a young kid. You just don't realize it. Because if you're like me, you know, somewhere around like, I don't know, 19, you stop learning. <laughs> so you just feel like you're in the same grade. And all of a sudden, like four fucking decades goes by. Um, anyway, went to the gym, still crushing it. I haven't been doing so good with the diet. I got off the diet a little bit, but I've still been crushing it, Um, at least going to the gym. And I've been eating, like, I'd say, instead of eating perfectly, I've been eating, like, you know, 80% well. But it's hard. You know, my daughter wakes up. Dad, can you make me some pancakes? I'm like, yeah. How do you make pancakes for one fucking person? You can't do it, right? And then my wife's like, I'm not eating those. I, I can't. I'm doing my diet. She's crushing it on her diet. So I'm like, well, we're going away for the weekend. You know, I always say, you know, I hear on the Rogan podcast, he puts butter in his coffee before he works out. Is that what he does? I'll put butter on my pancakes. You know, I'll put a little syrup on it. So I kind of skip into the gym today. So I went in there today. I did legs. Legs and eggs. Hey, guys, come on down to Foxy Lady for legs and eggs. I'll never forget that. Being in a dental office. And we had easy list. I don't know what fucking station. We could have been easy listening. They're advertising a fucking titty bar as we're filling somebody's tooth and the guy's whispering on the radio like like your your wife couldn't hear in the car. Hey guys, come on down this Thursday to the foxy lady for legs and eggs. Like sneak down for breakfast and stare at another woman's snatch while you have a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) And then you can go to work hating yourself. Carl, is everything all right with you? Oh, uh, yeah, I just didn't sleep well last night. You sure you didn't go to a titty bar and look at other vaginas? While well, having a breakfast bis- biscuit? Um, made a black bean burger, a whole batch of those things. Um, Got a really good recipe for it, but I, I think... Uh, You know, I hate when they go, cook it 10 to 15 minutes. They said bake the beans for like fucking 10 to 15 minutes so it's not all watery and soggy. But 10 to 15 minutes is literally like an extra third. And I just think I cooked it too fucking long. Just sort of dried the shit out a little bit. So uh, next time I'll do it like eight to 10 minutes. And I'll add a couple more things. It needed a little citrus in there, though, I can tell you that. But uh, won't fucking cook them as long either in the pan. But uh, whatever, they're healthy. But doing that, you know, went out with my wife the other night to some little social event. We played bingo. Oh, God, what happened to my life? Actually had a great time doing that. Ordered something healthy and uh, got the fuck out of there. When they brought the chocolate chip cookies and shit around in the end, I, I you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't partake. So I go to the gym today. I do, I do the legs, right? I start with the calves. I work my way up. A lot of people work their way down. You know, they start with glutes, then they go to the thighs, then they go to the calves, then they do the little twinkle toes, right? That's not how I do it. I start with the toes, right? Up, down, up, down, up, down. Then I go to the calf, seated calf machine. Alley-oop, thing off to the side. Bang, dodge, bang, dodge, bang, dodge, right? Do three fucking sets of those, all right? I wipe it off, COVID, you know, as I stare down someone else at the gym, like, did you catch that action over here, sweetheart? All right. Then I hand up with the, the, the fucking NASA squat machine. You know, I'm not doing that shit standing up where I got to have the bar on my shoulder. I'm not doing the one where I'm laying down. I like the one where it's like you're in one of the first fucking uh, the hatch just blue. Like the fucking the original. We're going to the moon. Right. Or a soundstage in Houston, depending on what fucking part of the Internet you're on. That one, the hack squat. I do that. I do not lock my legs out. You do not lock your legs. You lock your legs, that tendon on the back of your fucking knee is going to wreak havoc on you. Dodge, bang, dodge, bang, dodge, bang, dodge, bang. Fucking three sets of those. Wipe it down, and then I sit down, and then I do the fucking, it's basically the triceps of your legs. The front part. Your lap. I get on the lap machine. You know? You know? I'm playing Santa at the mall this year. I got to make sure I can handle these fat kids sitting on my fucking thighs. Do <laughs> all my sciatic nerve to, uh, to fucking act up again. So I bang those out, and then I get on the fucking elliptical, and I try to do 7,000 whatever steps in 45 minutes, and I try to get north of 600 calories. That's what I do. And, but what old Freckles did was I forgot to bring of uh, uh, the backup t-shirt for the car ride home. So, you know, I'm fucking, you know, I look like somebody took a garden hose to me. So fortunately, you know, the gym sells stuff, and I bought all of their t-shirts because I keep forgetting. So the only thing left that I didn't have was the tank top. Now, I have not worn a tank top since the fucking 80s. All right? Hey, now. Hey, now. Um, so I put the tank top on it. Oh, my God. I look like I, I could... I had like grandmother arms. There was nothing cut, nothing defined. Freckles as far as the eye could see. You know, and it was a large, too. It was still tight around my cunt belly. I just fucking. You know what I look like? I look like the guy, you know, when the cops come to the door, I look like the guy who answered the door. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I fucking hate myself. I got to lose this fucking weight. Then tonight was like movie night and I watched Wally with my daughter and she wants to learn how to make popcorn. I made the popcorn. Then I had a root beer. Stupid. I got to get back on it, man. But, you know, I am at least going to the gym. I was eating like that, not even going to the gym. And I became old fucking Michelin man Bill. You know, you would think I would have got a call from them, you know, and maybe advertised on the podcast. Used to be Mr. Clean. You know, that guy was fucking shredded. His bald fucking head, but you know, the guy filled out a t-shirt. You wouldn't call that guy baldy, would you? There was something really fucking like, you know. Don't fuck with me about Mr. Clean. You know what I mean? He, 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 the guy had a vibe. It's like Yul Brenner, you know, in uh, Westworld, the original. All right, this is what I should have done. This is what I should have done. Had I known I needed another suit, I would have gone to Indochino. The right out Share a story of the time you felt confident with the look you put together. Oh, when I did the, uh, when I was presenting on the Grammys and I thought it was going to be on TV. I felt so confident until I walked into a soundstage in Burbank and I realized, oh, wait a minute. I'm on the Internet portion of it. Um, but I felt good and I looked good and I look good, you know. Uh, the right outfit can bring something special in us, can bring out something special in us. And with Indochino, creating your best look yet could be more affordable than you think. It may have been a while since the last time you had an excuse to dress up. But whenever that next chance is, make the absolute most of it with Indochino. Indochino, Indochino offers completely custom fitted suits, shirts, casual wear and more at surprisingly Affordable prices. Every piece is made to your exact measurement, and you can customize every detail. You know, whichever way it hangs, they'll cut the slack to make it fucking, you know. Choose everything about your suit from the fabric, lapel, monogram, and statement linings. Statement linings. What do you have? I'm the shit written on the inside of your suit? You can create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. The best part, Indochito suits. Start at just $3.99. With all customizations included, Indochino is now open at select Nordstrom stores, giving you even more ways to get great-fitting, personalized clothing. Find your nearest location at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of three ninety-nine dollars or more by using the code BURR at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of three ninety-nine dollars or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O. indochino I-N-D-O. C-H-I-N-O dot com. Promo code Burr. The Candid Company, everybody. Candid Co. C-O. Candid C-O. Uh, there's a specialist for just about everything, right? When your car breaks down, you go to a mechanic. When there's a problem with the shower, I call a plumber. If there's a virus, I listen to doctors. Um. So, so when... You want to get your uneven, crooked teeth fixed, you see an orthodontist. They're the specialist, And that's what sets Candid the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners above the rest. While poorly reviewed or insanely priced clear aligner companies use general dentists, Candid only works with the masters, the specialists, the orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish so you never have to wonder how you're doing. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you or do everything from the comfort and convenience of your own home. The average Candid, Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. It's amazing. And with your free, with your aligner treatment, you'll get Candid's teeth whitening for free. Candy can help you get the straighter, brighter smile you've always wanted. Right now, you can save $75 on your Candid starter kit when you get started from home. Or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you today. Go to CandidCO.com slash Burr and use the code Burr. B-U-R-R. That's CandidCO.com slash Burr, code Burr. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. CandidCO.com slash Burr, code Burr. All right, Jesus Christ, what have I got here? A couple more. Oh, look who it is, everybody. Ultimate Ears. Ultimate Ears. Talk about the essential technology you use daily, whether you use one device all day, or switch between several, oh these are these inner ear things that they got me yeah, these things are these things are slick, I like them better than those those other guys there, the guy with the turtleneck uh, with how much we rely on devices it 's easy to forget about the hardware we 're born with, like the ear, same as fingerprints, no two are exactly alike that 's why your earbuds. Probably cause you some discomfort or even physical pain after a while. I've been there. The, ulti- the ultimate ear fits true wireless custom fit earbuds from the ultimate ears are here to change that. Oh, the ultimate ear fits true wireless custom fit earbuds from the ultimate ears are here to change that. Ultimate ear fits, F I T S, um, are the world's most comfortable earbuds. Premium sound, all day comfortable. All day comfort. They are comfortable as hell. I'll tell you that. Much better than those straws that other country company gives you. Uh, You get a guaranteed perfect fit in 60 seconds. Ultimate Ears Fit will stay put when when you're on the go, but feel ultra comfortable so you can wear them all day long without pain or discomfort. Using groundbreaking light form technology, Ultimate Ears Fit mold to the the unique contours of your ear. I got to tell you something. I've been using these on the elliptical 45 minutes. Uh, I have not had any. I used to get like irritation from the other ones. Uh, these ones I do not. With eight hours of continuous playback on a single charge and up to 20 hours with the charging case, Ultimate Ears fit uh, fits are perfect for listening to your favorite shows like this one all day long. You could also go on a flight all the way to Hong Kong and not have to recharge them. Um, built on industry-leading expertise trusted by pro musicians and hi-fi enthusiasts for over 25 years, engineered to provide a full, warm sound with a tight, punchy, low end, and you can, cust- and, you can- and you can set custom EQ pres- presence, presets, oh, sorry, through the app, too. Jesus Christ, that's one of the hardest sentences I ever read. And you can set custom EQ presets through the app, too. Jesus. Play and pause music and answer calls with built-in controls. I mean, they they got everything. If you try Fitz and you don't love them as much as I do, no worries. Ultimate Ears offers a 30-day money-back guarantee, but you're going to love these things. Plus, you get free shipping, free returns, and a one-year warranty for a limited time. You get 15% off your first pair of Ultimate Ear Fitz True Wireless Earbuds at UE dot com slash fits just use the c- promo code burr b-u-r-r at checkout that's 15 percent off with the promo code burr at ue.com slash fits all right lastly but not leastly <clears throat> uh, oh wait no that that was the last this is a dynamic read this is for something else so i know i got to read that all right well look at that it's 30 minutes, just like that. Now I can pack for the wedding, right? Get down, get, I'm going to have a good time. Um, I'll tell you, when I go to weddings, that's when I really wish I was still drinking. You know what I mean? Just getting up there, talking shit, fucking it up for everybody else. I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, this is the time of night. I still feel like getting fucked up. What time is it right now? Oh, 9:51. Kids are in bed. You know, finish the podcast. It's that time of day when you can say come on and head for the mountains. The taste is smooth with 27 shots of booze. Um, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, I did a gig recently and these people sent me a bottle of whiskey backstage, you know. And I was just looking at it going, you know, I remember a time. I'd finish half of that. I wouldn't feel good the next morning, but the time I had drinking it. Oh, that would be fun. All right. Let's stop reminiscing about mistakes I made. All right. That is the podcast, everybody. All right. Um... Enjoy the Olympics. I think it's great that Russia showed up anyway. You know, and that evidently Japan was too afraid to tell them to go home. It makes no sense. But I do like that, like, well, hey, man, I didn't do drugs. Right. I am a drug free <laughs> ping pong player. Kind of fucking drugs, you know. I don't understand some of these some of these fucking sports, you know. Like skate, like nobody's on drugs. No, I mean it's okay. Skateboarders are on drugs, but not to enhance skating. Doesn't make you a better skater, right? They're just on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Really, Bill? Are you going to perpetuate? I am. God damn it! They're all over the fucking office park. I'm kidding. I've never had a problem with skateboarders. It's funny when you drop back in the day when you would drive up the street and they'd be out on the street and they would just be looking for a fight. It's like, dude, skateboard, I'm, I'm, they had skateboards when I was a kid. Okay. I'm not, this isn't like, Whatever fucking Dogtown and Z-Boy movie you read, okay? I, I was on those things. I know what it feels like to fall off one of those fucking things, all right? I built the ramps. I fell down. I scraped my fucking knees and elbows. I banged. I know what the sound of my head hitting the fucking asphalt sounds like, all right? I stuck with... I stayed on the grass. I got back on the grass, all right? Stop staring at me like I'm fucking Hugh Beaubont coming home. All right, that's it, everybody. Uh, enjoy the music. Picked out by Andrew Themblis. And then we'll have a bonus episode of the Thursday afternoon just before Friday, Monday morning podcast. Have a great weekend, you cunts. And uh, I'm really enjoying the swimming. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all. I I just, you know, I put it on at the same time. I just keep catching the swimming. And uh, I wish they would do the overhead view more often of the race because not only can you, you, can still see who's in the lead, but you can also see how unbelievably fast they're going. Like this swimming fast enough that like, if they were a boat in, in like a Harbor, a little Harbor area, you know, those little, little fucking things. I'm not a boat guy, you know, where there's a speed you're supposed to be going or you cause too much of a little fucking wave. And you cause somebody's boat to bump against the dock. Like they, they, you know, if they were a boat, they'd be getting yelled at. That's how fast they're going. Yeah, Bill, it's the Olympics. Well, whatever. I was impressed. They didn't have that angle when I was a kid. Jesus Christ, you know, go fucking ride your skateboard. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you. and it's the monday morning podcast for monday uh july 29th 2013 how you doing um i'm on the road right now i'm currently in new orleans and i brought all my podcast stuff with me but of course i was kidding who i went to summer school i should have gone three out of the four years i went to high school i should have actually gone all four years but uh One year, my math teacher gave me the D minus, and then my senior year, was kind of like, well, what's the fucking point? But um, for the record, I should have gone four times, um, all four years. And for those of you listening overseas, basically summer school, if you don't have it over there, is basically you fucked up so bad. They gave you 10 months to get your shit together, and evidently that wasn't enough for you. So no swimming, no biking, no experimental drugs for you. And you have to go to fucking summer school. So um, next week I will have a power cord here. I am in New Orleans right now. And um, I'm starting my acting gig. I'm going to be here for the next couple, two, three weeks. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope these levels are all right. I don't know how to fucking adjust them on this garage band thing. That's what I'm recording in. Um, you know, it's it's the usual bullshit I just I just don't get along with technology. Um, I like to think I didn't start it. Maybe I did. Maybe I did start it by just, you know. You know what my problem was? I thought it was just a fad. You know, I thought computers and, and this new technology and shit. I just thought it was some. I just I looked at it as an extension to video games. I looked at it at it was just a time sponge. I don't want to do that shit. I want to go out and go fucking do something, you know. And uh, you know, I I think we can say at this point that I was wrong. I remember when I was living with Bobby Kelly. Dude, check out my new laptop, dude. It weighs forty-seven pounds, dude. Um, back in nineteen ninety-five or ninety-six or whatever the fuck we lived together, and he was he he just jumped all over that shit. And what was funny is I was smarter than Bobby Kelly in nineteen ninety-five, and. <laughs> Eighteen years later, he is way smarter than I am because my just I just I don't there was just something right out right up, right out of the gate that I just did not like about computers. I just didn't like it. You know? I remember back in high school when they had like the fucking piece of paper was coming out of the things and you know you had to you know what what the fuck, computer programming? I was just sitting there like I would rather dig for fossils Then fucking sit here another minute, typing in run, enter, whatever the fuck we were doing. And it was was not fun on any fucking level. So anyways, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, I wasn't ever really that smart, but I wasn't a fucking moron. But my lack of embracing computers, I feel like in in an odd way, I've gone from being literate to completely fucking illiterate. Uh, I get unbelievably frustrated with them. And uh, you know what I do? You know what I do with my computer a lot? I grab it. I, I pick the fucking thing up. And I, and I hold it over my head like fucking Hulk Hogan when he's going to slam a chair against somebody's fucking sweaty back. And I bite my bottom lip. Now, I never do it because it costs so much fucking money. But I swear to God, one of these times, I just want to do it once. Just one time. But I know instantly I'll regret it. But um, I just... I apologize for the the poor quality of this podcast, so I'm going to try to speak in regular speaking tones. I won't do my usual fucking with the microphone, which is my crutch to make this podcast remotely entertaining. And also, I'm in a a hotel room. And if Those of you who's listened to my podcast for a long time remember when I was stuck in New Jersey during that fucking hurricane or whatever the hell was going on, and I was a little too loud and security came. I don't feel like doing that, all right? It's one thing if I'm out on the road and I'm just doing a comedy gig who gives a fuck. Right. I'm a I'm a made guy in strip mall comedy clubs, so I can piss off the front desk. But as far as this acting shit goes, I'm a newbie, so I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like, uh, you know, screwing things up right out of the gate. So I'm going to try to behave myself as much as humanly possible. Um, but I was also thinking, you know, I, I want to get better at computers and I also want to f- does is, does that sound dumb? Am I even saying that wrong? I want I to won't be good computer. I want to do, do computer better. Um, complete shithead. You know something? What does it say about you that you're actually fucking listening to this, you know? I, I don't know why you're listening. To, why? Why? At this point, you really should hit stop and fucking delete it or whatever. But, you know, I'm not here to tell you what to do. So, anyways, uh, I'd like to become more proficient when it comes to the computer sciences. Is that how I'm supposed to say it? Oh, who gives a fuck? Um... And also I would, I would like to quit dicking around on the computer. I found out the other day you need like 40 50 hours. that's all you need 40 50 hours and you'll, you'll know how to fly a plane. I mean, you got the classroom shit too, but as far as just like learning how to, to fly the fucking thing, somebody told me the other day I, I don't know I was talking about the motorcycle license thing. I was gloating that I finally fucking got one and uh, you know what's, what's fucking hilarious is I'm actually afraid to go out and just go ride a bike down the street <laughs> whatever. I got one. I got him. I got, I got the fucking thing. So this person was telling me that they, uh, that they had a pilot's license and how it's a fucking a co- cool thing to do. And I was like, well, how many hours? And he said, well, by 10 hours in, you can pretty much fly the fucking thing. He goes, obviously, you know, you could horrifically screw up, but you're proficient enough where you could get yourself up off the ground before you flew into the side of somebody's silo. But, uh, and I was just, that just has been sticking with me all week. That if I spent 10 hours doing that, I would actually, you know, if God forbid I was ever on some fucking doing some hell gig where I'm flying one of those fucking planes with, you know, in one of those planes with like the water skis and the guy has a fucking aneurysm and I got 10 hours under my belt, I could fucking crawl up there. You know, you know, be funny about that is you'd actually have to sit on the guy's lap. If it was a really cramped little-ass plane with, like, the one seat and shit, you'd have to do that. You'd have to push through whatever your level of homophobia is, you know? Depending, you know, depending. If he had it on, on automatic pilot, which I, I don't even know if you had... Do you have that option on one of those little fucking planes? What's the deal with planes? I mean, are they just like cars where you can buy the Ford Escort of planes? Why the fuck would you do that? Hey, do you want the, uh... You want the rest-proofing? Nah, that's fine. That's I'll just take it as... I'll buy it right off the lot. Thank you. Um, <laughs> vinyl interior. Anyways. So I was just thinking how much time I, I spend just wasting... You know, watching people getting kicked in the balls. All the porn I have to sift through... To, to find something that even remotely turns me on at this point. Because I've watched so much of that fucking shit... You know, the last porno I watched, I actually apologized to the three women that were in it when I was done. <laughs> I swear to God. You know, I was just like, ah, Jesus Christ, what am I doing? I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry your dad didn't stick around. I, uh, It was just dreadful. Yeah, whatever. You'll see it someday if I ever decide to run for president. You know, and if I, if I don't fall in line, the fucking NSA will... Hey, this is what he jerks off to. Um... Anyway, you know, some you know, what's pissing me off is the amount of people who aren't supporting that Snowden guy. I think there's a lot of people. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say there's a lot of people that don't like getting spied on. You know, think it's completely unnecessary, and think that and, and view that Snowden guy as a whistleblower, not as some sort of traitor. But you, you you just know that you can't say that you can't say that shit on TV, and. Uh, That's not a nine eleven thing. That's a fucking post Vietnam thing. I was thinking about that the other day where they had everybody was singing songs saying, you know, protesting against the war. I'm not saying whether it was right or not, but you could do that back then. And you didn't get that Dixie check treatment, you know? That shit where they were like, Well, they had the right to sing it and we have the right to disapprove of it. It's like, yeah, yeah, you do. Say, I didn't appreciate that. Fuck them. But when you take it to the level you try to systematically destroy their ability to make, to earn a living, then, uh, you know, that's not tit for tat. That's like, hey, I threw a rock at you, and you dropped a fucking bomb on me. Hey, Bill, why don't you get to some topical material from this fucking decade? All right, sorry. Um, the hell was I talking? I don't know what I was talking about. I got so self-conscious that I was somehow talking about the Dixie Oh, yeah, yeah, back in the day. You could, you could fucking... You know, you could say, uh, you know, you could say things and it wasn't all tied into, you know, supporting troops and loving babies and uh, being pro ice cream and against the terrorist. It's like it's fucking uh, it's really childish. It's a really really childish era that we're living in. and It's gradually seeping into what it is that I do for a living, where there's these complete uh, nincompoops. Can I use that word that are deciding to go to comedy shows? And take jokes seriously. <laughs> I mean, how old are you? I, I can't, I can't. Um, what are you going to do next? Go to the circus and watch the clown hit another clown with a rubber hammer. And eh, That's promoting violence. He could get a concussion. No more rubber hammers at the circus. And what the fuck is wrong when you grow up? You know what I mean? I love how they think that, like, comedians have this this fucking level of power, that they're going to do a joke, okay, and that people in the crowd are so fucking stupid that that's going to form their worldview, you know? Like, if I did a joke that was, like, pro-chopping somebody's fucking hand off, I, I, are you really telling me that there's people out there that are so fucking stupid, That they're going to walk into a comedy show. Before they walked in, they had no desire to do it and felt that doing that to to another human being was a terrible thing to do. But then once I make a joke about it, all of a sudden there's going to be a bunch of people walking around chopping people's hands off because I joked about it. It's 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 unbelievably fucking childish and it's condescending. And uh, I don't know. I just keep seeing more and more of that type of shit. Um, by the way, for people get up in arms about some of those jokes, uh, that one because I don't want to feed the fire here, but you know that one topic that you're talking about also can happen to a man, you know. So I don't know why you feel like it's it's just yours. <laughs> I was actually joking about that on stage. I'll burn the bit. Who gives a fuck? You know what it is? At least when it happens to them, people give a shit. If it happens to a guy, people literally think it's funny. They laugh. You know, I remember when that dude got his dick cut off by his wife. He was cheating on his wife and she cut his dick off and she threw it in the garbage disposal and turned it on. And there was one of those shows that was ripping off the view. It's the one that has the Asian lady. I don't even know if it's still on, but they were talking about it and they were snickering. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was fucking funny to them. It's horrific as it was. They found humor in it. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. Let, let's let's do a little little advertising here. Uh, I'm sorry about the clicking of the uh, whatever this fucking button's called. I'm sure Bobby knows what it's called. I bet he's I bet he has some the latest one, dude. I got the latest fucking Steve Job fucking space bar thing, dude. Um, I said it. Bobby Kelly, smarter than me. We're actually doing a two-man comedy show off-off-Broadway called Bobby Kelly, smarter than me. It's kind of like a George Byrne, uh, Sunshine Boys type of thing. <clears throat> By the way, Robert Kelly, if you guys were up in Canada, I heard he murdered it up at the Montreal Comedy Festival. All right, but enough about that cunt. Let's talk about the Dollar Shave Club, everybody. Dollar Shave, Shave Club, um... It's a cool brand. I hate how they do this. has made me so much happier about shaving. No, it hasn't. Okay? It's fucking convenient. I totally recommend it. Stop putting fucking words in my mouth. Anyways. Dollar Shave Club, everybody, has made my life way more convenient. Um, it's a cool brand, and they send you quality razors right to your door every month. You don't even have to think about it. You don't even have to wait in line. You don't have to get someone to unlock that cage for you like they are taking out a bar of gold you don't have to pay way too much money for a bunch of features that don't even fit on your old handle. All right? Shaving has become such a mess. Okay? It's a complete rip-off. All right? They're snake oil salesmen. It's a little plastic piece of crap with with like it's not even aluminum. I don't even know what it is in there. Okay? It's a piece of crap and they've been charging you an arm and a leg for it. Well, who's coming to the rescue, Dollar Shave Club? All right? I want you to go out and try it. I dare you to try this product and tell me you're not satisfied with it. What do you think about that? See that? Advertisers, I don't need you to write words for me. Um, well, this part I do. Support this show. Go to Dollar Shave Club forward slash Burr or click Burr or, cl- or click on the Dollar Shave Club banner on the podcast page at BillBurr.com. All right? Then you don't have to deal with it. You don't have to deal with it anymore. No more standing in line for one of those old people, you know? going to some understaffed CVS trying to find somebody who actually can walk away from the cash register slash, like, ice cream. You know it's funny? Old people buy ice cream in, like, pharmacies. You know? They don't care. They don't need it to be haagen dust. Is there dairy in there? Is it cold? Well, put it on a cone, you fucking cunt. All right. Ah, oh, sorry. Most of this rage has to do with the fact that I feel like an idiot that I didn't bring the power strip thing or whatever. It's not a power strip. The plug-in thingy that goes into the back of the doohickey. Um, all right. So now you don't have to buy um, – you don't, you don't have to worry about buying uh, – sha- uh, what do you call them? Blades for your shaver? Shaving blades. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to deal with that? You also didn't have to go to the post office? Well, why don't you go to stamps.com? You know? Quit staring at the lamp. Grab the reins of your life. All right? Postage meter companies used to have a monopoly on printing postage. They could charge you an arm and a leg to print postage from your own office. But those days are over. Over. Like Michael Corleone said. Corleone? Is that what he said? I don't know. Now you can use Stamps.com instead. With Stamps.com, get all the benefits of a postage meter, but at a fraction of the cost. All you need is your computer, your printer, and stamps.com to get, a, uh, to get official U.S. postage for any letter or package, any class of mail. It's so damn convenient. Plus, you'll never have to step foot inside of a crowded post office again. All right? This is your whole Saturday morning, right? Paying your bills, driving down to the post office, standing in line, and then you go over to CVS to buy your shaving blades. You don't need to do this anymore. All right? Get with the times, man. Everything you do at the post office, you can do right from your desk. It's so convenient. All right, I use stamps.com to send out all my merch for when I whore myself out after my shows. And you guys know how dumb I am. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. Right now, use my last name, Burr, for this special offer, no risk trial, plus a $110 bonus offer. That includes a digital scale and up to $55 free postage. What more do you need? Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Burr, B-U-R-R, that's stamps.com. Enter Burr. All right, back to the podcast, and I apologize for the click. Um, <clears throat> all right, where the hell am I here? Um, oh, this is what I did before I came to New Orleans. I, um, I did the first leg of the uh, Billy Red State Tour with uh, limited edition T-shirts. And these aren't limited editions. They're only going to be sold on the Red State Tour unless I don't sell all of them. At which point they'll be available to everybody. You see that? That's called honesty in advertising. Um, but, anyways, I, got, I went to Boise, Idaho, and uh, then I drove up to Bozeman, Montana. It was like an unbelievably great, like, seven, eight hour drive. Could have done it in six, but, you know, we were stopping along the way. Me and uh, Lucas Seely, a comedian I met back in the day when I used to do uh, this guy's room, uh, Giggles Comedy Club, that no longer exists, exists, sadly. It was such a great club. And uh I loved that club owner, man. He was such a character. You know, the first weekend I worked with this guy, he came out and gave me a shoebox full of like fives, tens, ones, like it was my money for the week. And was thinking that I was just gonna have that under my arm and go walk through fucking airport security and not look like a fucking like I was dealing crack. You know? I still remember it was one of it was one of those boxes that you put uh, baseballs in, and he had all he had the piece of paper to say how many comps there were. He had all the information. He had it in a shoebox, and it looked like it looked like he was trying to raise money for kidney dialysis, you know, or maybe he was playing the banjo on the sidewalk and everybody just threw money in there, every which way. And uh, I don't know. Back then, I hadn't read about banks. Today, I probably would have taken it. I would have counted it out. <laughs> I would have taken it, but then at the end of the day, it's just a piece of fucking paper. Um, so, anyways, I but uh, it was such a great room, and I had so many fun uh, shows when I was there. And I, along the way, I met you know a bunch of great comics. They had a great scene there in Seattle. I hope they still do. Um, I haven't been there in a minute, but uh, I met this dude Luke, Lucas Seely. So, we did uh, Boise, Idaho, the first night. Which was right on the campus of uh, Boise State University. For some reason, I, I didn't realize that that's where I was performing. And uh, it was phenomenal. I took video. Um, I couldn't get into the stadium, but I was in the corner of the end zone. I saw a little bit of that iconic blue turf. And I know a lot of people from the bigger schools will give me shit for calling it iconic. Well, fuck you, all right? And your goddamn fucking your school songs that all sound the same, you know, Did the same guy write all of those fucking songs? Um, those are the only three that you know, right? The LSU one, I recognize it when I hear it. Um, you know it's funny being down here in New Orleans. I keep forgetting I'm here, so every time I see an LSU shirt, I like light up and I'm gonna be like, "Hey LSU, huh? LSU." I I keep stopping myself from saying that. Um, that'd be like in Boston, be like, "Hey Red Sox, right? Red Sox." Oh, by the way, I'm slowly I'm back into baseball. I don't know what happened. I just been on the road and I've been watching games and I've been watching like the um, I've been watching the half nuts, You know. Been watching the Royals. Been watching the Indians, who actually are the halves. They just can't, ha- hang like, hang on to their guys. Um, I've already given you that theory why they should have an honor- honorary World Series. Fucking trophy. You know, Phillies, the Yankees, the Red Sox. We all stole all of their fucking guys. Didn't steal them, but whatever. You know what it is. Um I use them as a farm team. It's bullshit. I like them. I like the Indians. I like the Royals. I like the Pirates. I like the, uh... The Devil Rays. Uh, They lost some points by calling themselves the Rays. That's another childish fucking thing. How old are you? Devil Rays, that's evil. It's gonna make kids evil. You know? Why don't you just call them the pussies? How about that? Would that be, you know... The 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 Tampa Bay uh after you. Why don't you just call it that? No 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 you, you, you eat the last slice. The the <laughs> just I don't know. The Tampa Bay it was a pleasure meeting use use. Um sorry. Anyways, let's get back to this shit. So I um both shows, I don't know what was what got into me. I, I hadn't done stand up in a minute. I've been busy um uh, writing some other shit and um, I did two of the long the, I think the two longest sets I've ever done I did like 90 minutes and I never do that you know because I watched a comedian one time do two hours and I was sitting in the crowd and right in an hour I started looking at my watch and by like an hour 25 my ass was falling asleep so I apologize to people in Boise and Bozeman I was just having a great fucking time and I was really excited about coming up there and uh, it did not disappoint. That drive from Boise to Bozeman, Montana, you owe it to yourself to do that and go through. You know, you know what killed me is I didn't have the time. I didn't have the time to go see the Evil Knievel thing, and I didn't have the time to go into Yellowstone. But you know, I kind of took this uh, highway that went right along Yellowstone, and it was absolutely fucking beautiful. I saw wild horses. You know, granted they were on a reserve. I took a picture and you could see the fence, but they, they had a completely different fucking attitude than those horses that, you know, you go down and ride across the fucking street on, you know, um, they hadn't been broken. They still had the light in their eyes, you know, those other ones are like the ones, you know, in the fucking cubicles. They're in the matrix, somebody on their fucking back, you know, the Mustangs though, you know, those are the guys, those are the guys, uh, they're off the grid. So, anyways, I saw them, and then there was <laughs> there was some place where you could look at bears. I love bears, but I'm you know I'm also not a moron. So two things: one, I don't want to see one that's wild, and I don't want to see one in a fucking cage. I'll just watch them on TV. And they had this, they had the place where you could actually look at them, and it was the worst fucking name. What, what would you do if you had a bear sanctuary, just just for me? What would you call it? I'll give you five seconds to come up with the name. And I guarantee you, it's better than what the fuck they called it, Bear World. You know, Jesus fucking, Christ. was is anybody creative in your fucking circle of business part partners? We'll call it Bear World. You know, there's bears, and you know they're in the world, so Bear World. I own a number of businesses. I sell yarn down the street, yarn world, yarn galaxy was, was a choice I was going to make. You fucking moron. I I couldn't even stop there. Bear world. You know, I should go in there and there should be somebody in a fucking bear suit, you know, except it's not a joke. He's actually trying to fucking pull it off like he really is a bear, you know, if you're dumb enough to stop off at a place called bear world. But I did have a good time in other places. I went to this, uh. I stopped off at this diner. It was actually a drive-in diner. Like fucking Happy Day shit. But they weren't on roller skates. And uh, you could pull right up. But I still went in. I wanted to see the the place, you know. Um, See the pictures on the walls and all that type of stuff. And I I got a double cheeseburger there with tater tots and a root beer. And I have to tell you, the man, it was fucking delicious. And you know what was even better? It was a high-quality piece of greasy meat because I didn't feel sick afterwards. I felt a little like, uh, why the fuck did I do that? You know, as you're gonna when you do something like that. But uh, I I feel like they had a better quality burger than you usually find in some, you know, a place like that. I'm going to give them a shout-out here. What the fuck was it called? It's called Frost Top Drive-In in in Idaho. Uh, It's been open since 1965. And I don't know, if you ever wanted to just drive up and not have to get out of your car and consume 4,000 of the most delicious fucking calories you ever had in your life, I highly recommend them. It was tremendous. And uh, I'm a big fan of root beer. I love it, but I don't fuck with soda because, uh, you know, I know what it does to you. But that's, you know, every once in a while when I hit the crack pipe, that's what I get. I get one of those fuckers. I either get one of those... Or if I can get one of the uh, out in L.A., they have uh, they have the 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 orange crush that actually has real sugar in it, and it tastes like the shit when it when it first came out in the late '70s. Orange crush, like put make it like put you in a better mood. That's how good it fucking tasted. Ah, Jesus, those were the fucking days. You know, no stress, no bullshit. I had a fucking paper route. Right? I've had a job since I was in the third grade. <laughs> I was just thinking of that the other day. I had that paper from third grade to ninth grade, to the point it was getting weird, you know? Like my voice was changing. And I'm like, Hey, how you doing? Uh me yeah, uh two sixty for the week. Uh no was it what was it for the week? Seven dollars? Seven twenty five. No, 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 it was like two sixty for the week. And then if it was three weeks, I remember it'd be like seven dollars and something cents and I would be nervous That the dad was going to answer and be fucking pissed. Um, I still remember this time this person owed me 1125 or something. I finally got him when they were home. They were just never fucking home and I finally got him. And the guy actually laughed. I still remember it. He had this wood stove and he had the fucking thing cranking. And it was freezing out and I was collecting. I always hated collecting. I've always been such a fucking loner. It's probably why I do this podcast by myself. I, I I just like the delivering of the fucking papers. I loved it. Riding my bike, talking to myself. You know, I used to ride around my bike and I would, I would be doing fucking Carlin and Pryor bits that I had memorized pretending I was doing in front of the class. And I was still too fucking stupid to realize that that meant that I wanted to be a comedian. I was a moron. Anyways, I still remember that at 1125. My bill for the week was like, I don't know, like 18 bucks maybe. And I got $11.25 off of this house. And I had like 30-something customers. So I was fucking rolling in it. You know? I didn't have a mortgage. You don't have a mortgage. And you don't have rent. And you don't have a woman in your life. And you got like 22 bucks, Right? You don't have a fucking... Car. You're a millionaire. So I went up to the local store. What did I do? Did I invest my money? Did I save it up? No. I went down there and I bought a bunch of football cards... In a fucking giant orange crush, and I sat right out in the store, opened all of them, sticking a fucking that awful piece of gum that always tastes like shit. But you just you had to put it in there. It was more sugar. Just shoved that thing in my fucking mouth. It was like covered with like I, it's like it's like someone was plastering a wall. You know that shit when it comes down and it gets in your eyebrows and shit. That's what was like on the gum. And I just sat there. <laughs> That's all I did. It was like one of the great fucking days of my life. So every once in a while, if I find an orange crush and it actually has the real sugar, you know, you know, that sensory sense memory shit. I fucking drink that goddamn thing and I'm back out in front of that store. Nobody's fucking with me. It's just me and my little bicycle. Oh, a little Billy Red Freckle face. (laughs) Anyways, the fuck am I talking about? Oh, you know what I did? I came up with a good nickname for Lucas Seeley, everybody. Lucas Sealy, you know, you're driving a car with somebody for fucking eight hours. You just start talking about everything. And uh, he was talking about playing high school football and everything. And I don't know why. I just started thinking of Chris Berman, what Chris Berman would call him. And I came up with his Chris Berman nickname of, uh, what was it? Lucas, now you (laughs) Sealy, now you don't. And I was doing, I know, it's, it's corny, but it was great in the car ride. Because I was doing the whole thing with Chris Berman going, now you Sealy And then I was doing Tom Jackson yelling, now you don't. And then I would do that, like he just made a fucking move. And we were were having the time of our fucking lives. I swear to God, I wish all you guys could just do something on the road once. You got to fucking do it. You know? Why don't you just accidentally, like, do something to the building that you work in? You know, nothing crazy. Just fucking make... Make one of the shit pipes. You know, the pipe where the shit goes out. Just fuck that thing up. That's some OSHA shit. There's no way you'd have to come in. Ah, what could you do in a day, though? I don't know. I drove from Boise to Bozeman. Hey, you know what? It's your fucking life. I don't have time to figure it out. You guys figure it out. Um, what the hell am I talking about here? So anyways, I'm trying to look here. Oh, so I'm in New Orleans, and I'm going to try to be a good boy when I'm down here. I'm going to try to not drink. Staying away from Bourbon Street and all those fucking animals down there. Their tits out. Walking around with their sunburned fucking areolas. I don't want to look at that shit. I'm too old for it. I can't do it anymore, you know? Um, oh, wait. I didn't finish telling the story. So I went all the way up. I know. I'm all over the map. Fuck you. All right? Um. Once again, sorry for the clicks here. I have to see where I'm at. 31. Oh, can you hear those people in the hall? Oh, you know, I was staying... When I was in... uh Boise. I was tired as shit. And I was staying in this, uh, what did I stay in? I stayed in the, the Western, and the Best Western. I didn't know what the fuck it was. And uh, it's one of those things that looks like a hotel, but it, it's not a hotel, but but it's not a motel. It's kind of a little bit of both. It's like you're inside, but I, I don't know. It's just kind of flimsy doors. And like the other side went out, you know, one side goes to the hall. The other side is a glass door that they have these flimsy curtains and you open it up in the fucking pools there. So I'm tired and all I want to do is just take a nap before the fucking show and there's a bunch of kids in the pool, you know, playing games and screaming and yelling and shit. And, you know, which I, I can tolerate. Um, but they started running up and down the halls. You know, how you're excited as a kid. Your hotel pool and all that shit. You run everywhere you fucking go. I swear to God. By the time, like, the fucking ninth kid ran down the hall. I was having these fantasies of quickly opening the door and just clotheslining one of these kids. And, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons why I probably should never be a father because I have really violent thoughts like that. Um, you know, I had one at the airport. When I was sitting there, I flew Alaska Airlines up to Boise and uh, they didn't offer that SkyCap service. You know, so I had to go into the, the airport with all the animals. Okay? Life is all about making enough money so you can buy your way out of the, uh, out of the pig pen. You know? When you go to the airport, the pig pen is right in, on the other side of that fucking glass. If, if, you have a, if you have a bag that you're checking. But even then, even if you, even if you just have a carry-on, you're going to have to deal with how fucking stupid people are. You're just going to have to deal, you're going to be standing behind somebody and you're just going to have to deal with how fucking stupid they are. So I would rather, you know, just fucking pay, just stand in the fucking line outside, have this guy, hey, how are you, Mr. Burr, how's it going? It's going great, tip of the hat, here's fucking a bunch of, you know, here's some money. Good for you, you know, thank you. Here's a great fucking tip for keeping me out of the pig pen. God bless you. That's how I look at it, right? So I show up, Alaska, they don't have, you know, they don't offer that. Which right there is a fucking red flag. It's like, okay, you you can't afford to pay those guys, you know? You're going to have enough gas in the plane? You're going to have it on half a tank the whole way up trying to make it up, you fucking dicks? So anyway, so I walk in there and it's just a complete... I'm actually writing a blog about it. It's really dark and evil. And I'm going to put it up on All Things Comedy. Um, I'm going to finish it uh, in the next couple days or so, but... Long story fucking short is it's a complete clusterfuck when you go in there and they have one employee. They have two lines. They have one employee for every for, for two lines. You know, one employee is working like two lines and everybody's huffing and puffing, looking at their watches, wondering why it's taking so fucking long. And then when they get up there and it's their fucking turn, they're not ready to go. They're like Thurman Thomas. They don't have their fucking helmet. They're in the huddle without their fucking helmet, and I swear to fucking God, I swear. And, I, and then what I do is I just start muttering every fucking curse word, every fucking curse word I can put. And then someone's always looking at me like like I'm like I'm the fucking guy who has the problem. These fucking idiots. They'll, they'll stand. They'll stand like in a security line, shaking their heads about how fucking long it's taking. And then when they get up there, when it's their moment. They're not ready to go. Let me help you guys out here. Not all of you, but but just for the fucking morons, okay? And you should really take that as an insult. Someone as dumb as me calls you a fucking moron when you stand in in line, okay? You have all this fucking time to take off all the shit that you're gonna have to take off. If you got a jacket, just shove it in the pockets, zip them up. You got your watch in there. You got your loose change. You got all your fucking medals in there okay you can undo your belt that's ready to go you know have your shoes ready to slip off mentally think how many bins do I need okay fucking have a game plan you get up there you grab the bins you need you fucking put them flush up with the person in front of you you put all your shit in them and when the person moves up in front of you you fucking move your shit too All alright and that would cut down so much eye-rolling in your fucking life, standing in those lines. You know what? This is just a waste. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of fucking time because people aren't going to get it. They're not going to get it. They stand in line, and these fucking TSA guys go over and over and over. If you have any liquids, if you have a laptop, if you have shoes, if you have this, is above, blah, 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 blah. and they say it 900 times, and it drives me fucking nuts. And I used to hate them for saying it 50 times, going, why the fuck do you keep saying that? And then I just watched people in front of me. Is it okay to have toothpaste and a, a big gulp? What? I took off one shoe. Is that okay? Like that shit. I actually have empathy for them now. Um, There's another thing too. When you go to these small mom and pop airports like the one I flew out this morning in Bozeman, Montana. Um, it was so small. My fucking um, map app. Whatever the fuck you call it. The Steve Jobs map app. It couldn't even find it. It took me to somebody's house. Oh, you want to hear cursing? When the sun's coming up over those beautiful mountains, you know, people probably thought they had a bear in their front yard. That's how fucking upset I was. Um, anyways, let's let's just get back to some happy shit. So I go, I, we drive up to Bozeman, Montana, and it's fucking absolutely gorgeous. And uh actually promised them that I wouldn't tell them how nice it was, so people wouldn't go up there. <laughs> So I broke my promise. I apologize to the people up there, but it was fucking beautiful. It was so I have to say it, it was fucking gorgeous. And I ended up doing an hour and like 40 minutes. So if your ass fell asleep, I apologize. I won't be doing that. Uh, I usually try to keep it to about an hour, an hour and 10 minutes. I broke the cardinal rule of leaving them wanting more. But I, there was something about the crowds. Like I felt like, uh, you know, they were psyched that I I made the trek up there, so I did an extra long show, and I was psyched to be up there, and I played two really, really cool theaters, and I'm definitely going to come back. Um, Didn't sell out either one, which, of course, I love, because that motivates me. All right, now I got to get this area. That's like what the South used to be for me. I couldn't fucking, you know, I couldn't sell any tickets down. I just kept going and going and going and going, so I'm hoping the word of mouth will uh, will spread out that way at the very least they'll look at the Red State Tour and be like, you know, the t-shirt wonder who the fuck that is and hopefully uh, I can come back and do it again But um, because right now I'm supposed to be in Deadwood, South Dakota and I, w- I would have had the experience of driving all the way across Montana into South Dakota which is something I really want to do And uh, oh, and last week, speaking of motorcycles evidently that's the fucking place to ride a motorcycle I've never seen so many motorcycles in my life and pickup trucks and trailers. Um, I was saying to Lucas, like basically that if, uh, I think up there, if you, if you don't have a four door pickup truck with a trailer and some sort of fucking dirt bike or four wheeler on the back that you, you know, I think you get gay bashed up there, right? Isn't it? That- <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right, let's, let's do a couple more ads and we'll get into your letters for this week. Um, where the hell is it? Sorry about the clicking. Sorry about the clicking. Okay. <clears throat> Legal Zoom, everybody. Most Americans don't have a will. But why? That's really stupid to not have a will. Um, because, you know, people, you're going to have loved ones fighting over it, and the government comes in and takes your stuff. Bill, why don't you just read the copy? You don't have a law degree. You know what? You're right. I'll go with you on this one. You don't want the government. You don't want the government. You don't want government rules. Jesus. Jesus. Dictating what happens to your property and minor children. Oh, Jesus, you got to put your kids in there, too? I leave my, si- uh, my daughter to my sister. Ugh. So why procrastinate? Most people say too expensive or too time consuming. Uh, my answer to that, people, is LegalZoom.com. Too expensive? You're going to love LegalZoom's reasonable prices. Too time consuming, you say? Most people finish the online process in just 20 minutes. And we're not taking. We're not talking some fill-in-the-blank form here. That's not what we're talking about. Your will is state-specific and personalized based on your information. Best of all, LegalZoom has 12 years of experience helping people with important legal matters. It's National Make Make a Will Month. Sorry, it's National Make a Will Month. Everybody, energy. So don't wait any longer. Go to LegalZoom.com today and get 15% off your last will. Uh, but this offer ends soon. Uh, your last will? Yeah, you're only going to die once. Whatever. Anyways. Or get a living trust and you'll receive a pour-over will absolutely free. To get your special discount offer, be sure to enter Burr in the referral box at checkout for wills, powers of attorney, trust, and more. Go to LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom can provide self-help service but at your specific uh, di- direction. Or connect you with an attorney but they are not a law firm. Um this is actually something that really isn't a joke. I, I got to, unfortunately, had, uh I've had so many friends die in and out of this uh, business. And obviously, um, you know, they were too young to go. So a lot of them didn't have wills. Some did, some didn't. And the ones that did, it was one less thing to worry about. So, you know, if you've got people you care about, you really should do it. Okay, that's the end of my little uh, left turn there. All right, Hulu Plus, everybody. I'm sure you've tried Hulu.com, but I want to tell you about Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, streaming on your TV or, go, or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Why stand in line or ride a train and just stare at your feet? Why do that? You could be watching your favorite shows on Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus is a great way to binge watch your favorite shows. Um, I missed, what am I saying? Didn't, what are they doing here? Why are you telling me that I'm going to catch up on this shit? Stop writing shit for me to say here. I like Hulu Plus. Okay? I think you should get it. I want to get it. You don't know I need mean? to have me make up stuff about stuff I'm not watching. <sighs> Anyways, um, that on Hulu Plus, if you ever decide to, if I ever decide to watch all of Lost, Hulu Plus is the place for all that. You know, I just realized, I have to apologize to Hulu Plus. They're just using this as a jump off point. I'm supposed to put in the shows that I'm watching on Hulu Plus. And like an idiot. I'm taking this literally. See this is why I didn't come up with Hulu Plus, because I'm a moron. But the people at Hulu Plus, they are not. It's only $7.99 a month. $7.99 for all the shows and movies you can watch. What more do you want? Huh? Do they gotta show up and just give you a TV or a smartphone? Catch up on current shows. Binge on all your old favorite favorites and or catch a great movie. You can do it all at Hulu Plus. Right now you can try Hulu Plus for a couple of weeks for free on me when you go to my podcast page billburr.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner or go to huluplus.com slash Burr. Uh, please make sure you use the huluplus.com slash bill so you get an extended free trial and so that they know that I sent you. It helps us, that's what I do now instead of stuttering. I'll just slow down the sentence. It helps us keep up the lights. What? It helps us keep the lights on and gives you a better deal. One more time for the extended free trial huluplus.com slash bill. All right. Is that it for the uh, the reads for this week? I think we got one more. We'll space it out. Okay, here we go. Oh, by the way, I want to talk about something else here. Uh, people keep, uh oh, by the way, um, that topic, I actually, I just write out topics like I'm making a set list, just shit I want to talk about. And I tried to write down airport etiquette. And uh, before you laugh at me, write it down on your post-it there. Etiquette's one of those words I've used a zillion times and I've read it. Not a zillion times. As you can tell, I don't read that much. But I've probably read it at least 500 times. You'd think it would stick in my fucking hard drive at that point. I tried to spell etiquette. I knew I didn't know how to spell it. So I thought, all right, I'll just give it a shot and I'll be in the vicinity and the computer will be like, oh, are you trying to spell this? Um, I spelled etiquette E-D-I-C-A-T-E. And uh, other than underlining it in red, the computer had nothing. had no... No, uh, didn't even say like ate a cat or something, you know, etiquette, E-T-I-Q-U-E-T-T-E. All right. Uh, oh, two things. I had a question. I'm in New Orleans. Does anybody know of a rehearsal sp- space out here where I can play drums? You know, they have drums already set up and I can just rent something, you know, something reasonable. Let me know. Cause, uh, there's a lot of downtime when you do these things. So, and I don't want to be getting in trouble. You know, I'm becoming Billy Po Boy Fat Face down here because of all the delicious seafood that they stick in a fry later, and it tastes awesome. This fucking city's great, but it's gonna give you a heart attack if you stay here for three weeks. So, I'm trying to, you know, I went to the supermarket. I bought some bananas and apples. I'm trying to get a fridge in here. I gotta do something. Oh, by the way, somebody, um, you know, somebody sent me something that was saying shaming fat people. Um, fat shame does not work. Um, but you know what? I actually had a couple of people that said I've actually motivated them. I had this guy today. But actually re- it made my day. This guy said, listen to the podcast. you know. And he took the good ribbing that I was giving fatties out there and he started eating one giant salad a day and working out, doing whatever the hell he was doing. The guy went from like 220-something or 230-something. Down, he's down to 169. 169. So uh, bravo to you. That made me feel great to read that tweet. And, uh, you know, who knows? This could turn into a a great show. You know? I'll do my biggest loser, except I won't be nice. I'll just sit there. I'll come out like a comedian. I'll just have a microphone. I'll just trash you. Every day I'll just sit there making fun of you. Oh, that would be too mean. I'd start off making... I'd do it in 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 a tough love way. Jesus Christ. What channel would that be? How high up on the fucking dial would that be? Right there, that no network's going to touch that. Nobody under Channel 700 would fuck with that. Maybe I'll just do it on my... I'll do a web series. I'll do it on my my own website. A freckled face production. Um, All right, here we go. Letters for the week. Serbian love. Look at this. See that? You start learning capitals around the world. You start getting... uh, You start getting letters from people. This is great. I love when I get uh, letters from people from uh, countries I've never been to. Serbia, everybody. Do you know what the capital is? I knew it two weeks ago, but I haven't done it in two weeks. It's new knowledge. What the fuck is it? That's not Brat, Brat, Bratislava. No, is it? I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Serbs eat the brats. That's how I remembered it. Bratislava, I think. I don't know. Hey, Billy Hill. I like that. Benny Hill. Wee be Um There's this girl who lives someplace around my place. I like this guy. He's being nice and vague. This sounds scummy already. I like you, sir. Um, I don't know where, but I see her around every so often. Oh, you just don't know where she lives. I thought you were saying, hey, there's this chick. She lives somewhere around my place. I don't want to get into it, but let's just say she sucked my dick in an establishment that had a roof where you wouldn't get wet if it rained. Um, The problems are, number one, I'm 15. It sucks. No, it doesn't do. It's great to be 15. It's great to be 15. You know? You got a lot of freedom. Um, And so is she. Okay. So what's the problem? Jesus Christ, what do you want to do with this girl? He goes, we just finished elementary school in Serbia. And we used to go to separate grades. And number two, I think I love her. She's really smart, beautiful, and funny, the usual. And me... Looks wise on a scale of one to ten, I'm slightly above five. Jesus, come on, man! All right, first of all, my first piece of advice is sit up straight when I'm reading this to you. Come on, man! We, we, I'm going to build you up by the end of this. Um, five feet out, tall, and I like to waste my time listening to a forty-year-old pasty fellow who complains about his big head and overpopulation. <laughs> My problem is we haven't ever had the chance to properly introduce ourselves to one another. I sometimes see her on the tram and wave to her just to make sure she acknowledges my existence. That's good, dude. You're in the game. You got your uniform on. You got your foot on the top step of the dugout. You're not in the batter's box yet. You're not even on the on-deck circle swinging the two bats. But you're there. All right? I like this. Okay? You're making positive moves here. Okay. So he goes, "I I want to ask her on a date, but I don't know her yet. Can you tell me what to do? Greetings from Serbia. Come over sometime so that we can kidnap you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, was that the place where... uh, Did that place used to be uh, the the, the country that Clinton bombed because he stuck that cigar in that girl's twat? Sorry about that, you know? Wouldn't that be fucking ridiculous? I go over there and I I take an ass-kicking for Bill Clinton. You know, I just think the fact that my name is Bill, that, that that right there, that would be enough for them. But anyways, all right. So what is your problem you want to ask her out on a date? Well, you wave to her. This is what I think. You know, look, you can't just wave to somebody on the tram and then just get in their grill and ask them out. You know this? You got to like, because you kind of know her. You know what I mean? Look, if you just meet a girl on a train, if you meet a girl on a train, this is what you do. This is what I used to do. I would wait for somebody to do something, like some crazy person to get on, and they would do something fucked up. I would hope that that would happen. Because I, I didn't have game to just walk up and start talking to somebody. But in, in New York, somebody always did something fucking weird. And then that you know, there's that moment where somebody's doing something fucked up that strangers look at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? And that's like an opportunity to kind of maybe say something funny if you're sitting next to him. Uh, he's sitting across from him. I, I, I didn't have sitting across from you game. Who's kidding who? I didn't have a lot of game. Why the fuck are you asking me? Um, all right, what would I do here? All right, so you're doing that. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you properly introduce yourself? Start chatting with her, you know. And don't introduce yourself tipping your hand like you're gonna ask her out. Like, hello, my name is Lawrence Serbia Jr. Uh, uh, you know, getting down on one knee. Just say what's up to her. Shoot the shit with her. And make her fucking laugh. You know. You gotta. You gotta get yourself in her world. You know. Who knows? She could be on the other side of that train going, why is that cunt just waving to me? You know? Why doesn't he come over here? Doesn't he know that I'd like to uh, go to the Serbian Cineplex if it still stands up? <laughs> I was just picturing a bombed-out movie theater that's like sort of a drive-in but also has seats. Uh, I'm sorry. I am the ugly American right now. You know what? Because you wrote me to me, I'm going to try and learn a little bit more about your country. Is that over there near... Uh, Bosnia and, and Herzegovina, huh? Slovenia, Eljubeljanga, Jana, whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. E- Eastern Europe scares me for that exact reason. There's, there's, uh, I did. You know what they should do? Rather than just showing you, like, they should in a in a geographical way show you where all the countries are, and then also in everybody's country they should they should have. Kidnap countries, cool countries, cool but it's not worth going, uh, and this place sucks or whatever. You know what I mean? They should group them up like that. You know? Could get kidnapped here. You could have uh, weed. You know, you could have your boogie board stolen and replaced with weed, and now you're going to get fucking put to death. Where's that in Bali? Um, I don't know. So that's what I would do. All right. I think it's great that you're actually, uh, you know, waving to this girl and everything. This is a great thing about women. They're all right with you if you're a five, if you have a personality. Okay? If you're a, You know what's great thing about being a five? Is you weed out all the stuck-up cunts. Because they're not going to fuck with you. Because you're a five. And, they're, you know, they're materialistic. And, like, cunts... <laughs> when they're in their teens... How they're materialistic, because nobody really has money at 15, they're materialistic with looks. And as they get older, what it ends up being is they, you know, those cunts end up going for the fives, the bald, fat guys, but they're going after their money. So this is the deal. You're a five. You're probably not. I bet you're like a, a strong seven, if not an eight. All right. You just got. I think you're being too hard on yourself. All right. So. What am I trying to say here? If you're an average looking guy, your chances of meeting a sweetheart are, 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 are much higher. If you're the good looking guy, the quarterback on the team or the fucking playing soccer, whatever the fuck you do over there. You know, it's like you're a celebrity. You don't know which cheerleader is going to blow you first. And it just yeah, you don't know what's going on, you know. But you have you are actually you have the kind of looks where you can actually sit there and from a distance fall in love with somebody and pine for somebody. And wave to them on the train, and then be like, "Oh, why did I say something?" You know what? Fuck this. You think you're gonna marry this girl? This is the this is the one. You walk up to this girl, and you get you you get all your fucking awkward shit out of the way. Learn how to talk to a woman with this woman, okay? And keep those those uh those skills sharp, because one day, you know, when you do meet the love of your fucking life, not saying this girl isn't, but if you do, why uh, you won't be writing a dumb fuck. Half a world away. All right. Hope that helped, you out. All right. Last week I talked about tattoos. People who have inspirational sentences written on their rib cage. Um, that's what I love when it's on the fucking rib cage where they can't even read it. So it's like that's clearly for the rest of us, because you've learned this lesson and it's so important to you that you have to turn yourself into a fucking post-it. All right. Now I got a lot of a lot of emails about this. A lot of people like defending their paragraphs, you know, some people saying, look, I had hope written on my arm. And if I didn't, if I didn't see that every day that I, 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 that I would have forgot, you know, I might be a moron. I just don't understand why you just can't write that down on a post-it. I have a post-it right here, right on the, this is what I have. Eat healthy, practice drums, no booze, have fun, giant salad every day, if possible for dinner. Okay. Post it right on the mirror. Wake up in the morning. There it is. And it just, it's just game plan. I don't need to have that written on my fucking ribcage. <laughs> but then there was other people, though, you know, somebody had like never forget. And they, they were fighting over in Iraq and they lost a bunch of their buddies over there. I'm not talking about that shit. OK, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that stitch in time saves the fucking book, you know, it's not always the the rook that queens the knight. Sometimes it's the pawn, whatever the fuck you know that dumb shit. So yeah, I got a lot and I got a lot of t- uh, emails from women with feet tattoos that uh, no longer want to listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, don't take the jokes too seriously, people. See, and this is the classic thing. Why you can't take jokes seriously? You can't do it because people are selfish. The, that person with the foot tattoo—they laughed about all the fat fuck stuff. Unless they're a fat fuck too, then they'd have a fat foot and a whole—they could have a whole mural put on their chubby foot. All right, hey, this is this is a, a uh, this is an email from a tattoo artist. He said, "Bill, just heard your podcast where you talk about assholes getting their favorite poem, Bible verse, or inspirational quote tattooed on them. I've been tattooing for 25 years, and let me tell you." This is the worst trend in tattooing yet. We all hate doing this shit. I imagine he's talking about the tattoo artists. At our shop, we call the customers uh, that want this that want this crap skin poets. The tattoos suck to do. It's like a school assignment, and they don't fit the shape of the body very well. We get a lot of those spiritual yuppie fucks coming in and wanting something they saw on a Tiger Woods poster. <laughs> Oh, what? Like, just do it. Um, No fear. What are some of those dumb ones they have? I hate those fucking things. You know? 24-7. You know, I hate those things unless a little kid's wearing them. Then they're fucking hilarious. I saw a little kid, he had a shirt on that said, play me or trade me. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um. But, you know, if you're an adult and you got to walk around with this is what I do on your T-shirt, you, you, I, I don't know. Um, anyways, he says – he continues. He says, you really want to read the same paragraph over and over? I think it all started with Megan Fox. I guess she has shit written on her. He said, I miss doing butterflies down by the ass crack. Uh, love the show. Play it for the wife sometimes and go – See, we all like the... Go fuck yourself. Dude, this guy literally did not use any spaces. Oh, whatever. I read it. I read it well enough. Well, there you go. That's from a tattoo artist. Tattoo artists don't like doing it. They call you skin poets. So whatever. There you go. Skin poets. All right? And I'm not talking about... Look, you know, if your dad died and you got something on... I'm not talking about that shit. All right? I'm talking about where you got to have some sort of... You know, something deep, man. That's like... uh I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm too dumb to fucking even say what I already said. All right. Bill, this is from uh, New Zealand, I believe. This is great. This uh, this says you're the o- you're the only ginger I do. Hey Bill, I'm a 31-year-old girl from New Zealand. Hey, say what's up to Phil Rudd for me, will you? Um anyways, I stumbled across you on YouTube a while ago and I began listening to you in the ca I like to drive along cracking up like a nutcase over the shit you say while other drivers look at me and wonder why I'm stoned. Uh, Well, this is why I do the podcast and also to hype my kids. Uh, She says, I got my husband and kids hooked on you too. No need to pay me for the publicity. Well, I hope they're not listening considering you just told, you said you'd fuck me. Um, I'm sure you're just joking, right? There you go. Just in case you're getting fucking, in case your husband plays for the all blacks, you know, just gave you a fucking soccer knee to the face. Or is that rugby? They rugby, I don't know. Um, I also want to share uh, with, I also want to share with you the fact that you are the only Fanta pants. I never heard that. I have ever wanted to bang. So feel special, sweetheart. Do you realize how fucking condescending this is? You know, as you sit out there on that fucking island in the middle of goddamn nowhere. On the half of the planet that doesn't do shit, on the uh, the other hemisphere. When was the last time anybody from that hemisphere did anything? Jesus, how many people am I pissing off right now? This has nothing to do with that hemisphere. It has to do with this. Like, like I should feel fucking. Why are you acting like I put out a personal ad and said no one ever fucked me before? So feel special. What what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't understand this new this that's it's like it's happened since I started doing this podcast where all these like um, this red. I don't know if it was underground hatred of redheads or everybody watched that South Park episode. You're a bunch of hacks and you're fucking stealing off of their jokes. But I've had a tremendous fucking life. It's really I, I, I never you know, I guess when I was younger, when I had orange hair, you know, I felt like a fucking freak. And I took the beatdowns. know. Yeah, but once you're an adult, I mean, what the fuck? Sweetheart, I don't need sympathy pussy from half a fucking world away. All right? Go fuck yourself. I should feel privileged. I don't even know what the fuck you look like. Do you know what kills me too about this, this, this fucking redhead sh- hatred shit? The amount of fucking people that, I, that come up to me, and I'm, be- I'm not even a good looking guy. I'm better looking than they are. I'm in better... I have a fat fuck... Man-titted, brown-haired dude coming up to me, giving me shit about having fucking red hair. It's like, dude, have you looked at yourself? How many fucking mirrors do you need to look at yourself, you tub of shit? Look at your fucking nose. You know? Fucking shark fin in the middle of your goddamn face. I got a great nose. I have a nice jaw. I have beautiful blue blue eyes. I like myself. That's all I need. All right, lady? I don't need to go to New Zealand to get some fucking on-the-side married pussy. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, I had to stop reading that. Yeah, that's another thing, too. I've had people say say to me, like, you're good-looking for a redhead. And I just want to say, like, you know what? You're not that good-looking for a a person. (laughs) Yeah, I, I'm I, I'm fine with how I fucking look. So you guys, you don't you don't need to have sympathy. I don't need. I, I'm fucking doing great. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, trying to cheer me up with bestowing your your sacred pussy on me from uh, the other hemisphere. Um, that's unreal. She lives in a country Australia makes fun of. Okay. She should be happy if a fucking warthog. Climbs up her goddamn stairs. They have warthogs out there. Um. Anyways, all right. Let's let's plow ahead here. Aggressive douche. Hey, Bill. I've been with my wife for for six years, and uh, we've been married for one. Congratulations. He said when we first started dating, a guy she knew turned up drunk on her doorstep, professing his love for her. Oh, Jesus Christ! Jesus. Wow, he said I wasn't mad. She's great and I couldn't blame him. Well, look at you having the empathy. I would just be looking like, Jesus Christ, it's bad enough when they bring up an ex at dinner. Forget about if the guy shows up at your house. (laughs) Was he out there like John Cusack with a boombox over his head wearing a fucking trench coat? Don't you forget about me. What was that song? I never saw that say anything. I think I saw part of it. Um, I've always been bored with the love story. I'm, I'm, there's something wrong with me. Anyways, uh, this means we've been... Wait, 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 wait. I screwed up here. Oh, she's great and I couldn't blame him. Um He goes on to say he was dating her friend at the time, though. And they are now engaged. Oh, so he went from your now wife to banging your now wife's friend and then realized that he had a better thing. Ah, Jesus, is that. Fucking steamboat. All the sunburned tourists on there. All the po' boys and fucking local... The IPO, IPA, whatever the fuck that is. All right, we get it. You're on a Tom Sawyer boat. Who gives a fuck? Hey, that's kind of nice. I shouldn't get mad at that. That gives it a... a, a, Maybe you guys thought I was lying. That was actually in my house. And uh, I misplaced the cord. All right? There's no fucking steamboats. You know how many times I've been here, and I just found out that that's the Mississippi River. I know that I knew that the Mississippi River emptied out into the Gulf here, but for some reason I thought it was on the western side of the state. I don't know. Anyways, let, let's plow ahead. Um, so, anyways, he was dating her friend at the time, though, and now they are engaged. This means we've been this means we've been for drinks with this couple a few times, and they came to our wedding. Oh my god. You didn't put the kibosh on that? Oh, that's hard though, right? Because that's the ex, but he's with her friend. Oh, God. see You got to elope. That's the way to do it. Anyways, he goes, I'm pretty laid back, so I've been polite. It was six years ago. Now, over the last year, he started liking her photos on Facebook, pestering her when she's out with the girls, Oh, no, dude. and trying to message her on Facebook. He must know she would tell me all this, so he... Wait, he must know she would tell me all this, so does he mistake my politeness for weakness? Absolutely he does. He has a good woman already, and I don't want them to break up. Do I punch him in the face or smile as he ogles my wife? Thanks and go fuck yourself from some dude. No, dude, you need to address this situation. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have a talk with the guy. Um, oh, but wait, but they're friends. This is what you do. All right, this is one of these confrontations you got to have in a public place. Uh, tell me you want to go out and have a beer, or, or or grab a sandwich or something like that, and uh, go out and just sit down. Ask him how he's doing and all that type of shit and just say, listen, uh, you know, me and my wife are good friends with you guys and I'd like it to stay that way. Would you like it to stay that way? And at which point he's going to go, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's already going to know what the fuck you're getting at. And just say, listen, I need you to uh, stop, you know, contacting my wife on Facebook. All right. You want to hang out as, as a couple? You know, go out and get some wine, eat some cheese, tell some fucking stories. That's fine. But, uh, you know, other than that, you know, you you, you need you need to back off. okay? and I'm asking you this one time politely. I'm not I didn't I'm not saying anything to anybody else. I'm just telling to you man to man. okay? And, uh, you know, what what the fuck's he going to do? He can't go home and tell his wife that. You know. That he's been, you know, stalking your wife. He can't do that, and um, and make it even more uncomfortable, and tell him that uh, my wife knows that I'm here do- saying this to you too. By the way, so then it's that's it's just a closed thing. All right, you got to nip that in the butt because that is that is the beginning of of a creepy movie, if you know what I mean. You know, I'm actually. I actually got nervous halfway through that giving you that advice. That's why I was saying get into a uh, public place. You got to nip that fucking thing in the butt. And I would actually have a conversation with your wife too and say, listen, if uh, this persists, um, we're not hanging out with them as a couple anymore. Okay? Because, and if she gives you, you know, well, She's my friend and blah blah blah. And just say, honey. I love you. I need a little empathy here. What if one of my exes came to the door five years ago professing that she still had a flame for me and still loved me and all of that crap, right? And then was stalking me and liking my photos on Facebook. How would that make you feel, you know? I'm not judging you, but I wouldn't put you in that position, Okay, you like that last sentence? That last sentence is called Game, Set, Match Alright Walk, hey Bill Big fan and all that lapdog babble Now, you need a new walk dude I've I've seen a bunch Oh, go fuck yourself I need a new walk You've watched all my specials on TV Well, good for you Good for you Thank you for doing that Jesus fucking Christ all right, water toxicity. Hey, Bill, water toxicity is the medical term for when one's high... Oh, this is what I was talking about. Uh, what the fuck was it? Um, that person, what is it? The 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 They drank too much water. Oh, that's right. Someone was asking me, you know, how much water you can drink or something like that. You know what's fucking hilarious? Because the guy... Oh, I know. The guy said he drank a gallon and a half of water every day or... And I was like, dude, be careful, man. You drink too much water, you could fucking die. And the amount of fucking people that wrote to me telling me how much water you can drink, if 50 people wrote me, they all had 50 different amounts. Um, So this person, I don't know if this is an actual doctor or whatever, said, uh, hey, Bill, uh, water toxicity is the medical term for one's hydration. Uh, One's hydration reaches dangerous and sometimes fatal levels. The actual mechanism at play is the ratio of water and electrolytes, salt, in one's body. Okay, you've already lost me. What are electrolytes? Is that that shit in Gatorade? Uh, the total amount of water one can drink does not matter so long as the amount of electrolytes are in balance. Exercise and sweating depletes electrolytes, so it is important to eat or mix in some Gatorade when rehydrating. I was right! Look at that! Ah, Jesus, if this was a multiple choice fucking test. You know how dumb I am? I actually read half of that and when I wasn't even paying attention to it, and I got to Gatorade, and it snapped me back into it. I just get like, the second you go scientific, it's just wah wah, 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 wah. The total amount of water one can drink does not matter so long as the amount of electrolytes are in balance. Ah, exercise and sweating depletes electrolytes, so it is important to eat or mix in some Gatorade when rehydrating. I didn't know that. I used to eat a fucking piece of fruit so I wouldn't get sick when I sucked down the water. Uh, The woman that died at the the radio stunt drank and didn't eat, then reached fatal levels. Oh. So basically, they could do that if they had a bunch of Gatorade there. Anyways, love the podcast. My girlfriend and I saw your one-nighter in Tampa a few months ago, and you were fucking amazing. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you ever get a chance... The Florida-Georgia cocktail party game in Jacksonville is the pinnacle of SEC football. Is it? I, I got to go to that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to play the Comedy Zone one, uh, one of these years. I'll do like a one-nighter. I'll do like Thursday, Friday, and then I'll be drunk on stage Saturday because I'm fucking having a cocktail too. But um, I got to tell you, you know what I watched on the plane coming down here? I watched that 30 for 30 again. Or maybe it was an E60. It seemed like it was an hour long. I don't know. On the Alabama-Auburn rivalry. And that's one of my favorite pieces of television ever. If you've never seen it, if you're not even into sports, you just have to watch how insane that fucking rivalry is. And there's a guy, what the hell is his name? He has a radio show. And I wanted to ask uh, people who live in Alabama who listened to the podcast here. I know I'm going to say his name wrong. Is Paul Feinbaum or something? That radio show? Is there any way I can get that? Can I listen to it online? Um, can you give me like a link or something? I really want to listen to that this year as they're leading up. I'm hoping Auburn's going to be good this year. Um, I know once Cam left, that they, they had a little bit of a drop-off, but uh, I can't even remember what they did last year. But um, I just want to listen to that shit-talking. I I I was fucking laughing my ass off. Other than the maniac poisoning poisoning the trees, which was just ridiculous, but like listening to those people with those southern accent just yelling at each other, and the amount of passion it was just it was just it was it's just fucking phenomenal, phenomenal fucking radio. I have to uh, I have to somehow figure out. I have to go to that game. Not only do I got to go to that game, but I have to figure out, if I can't go, I have to fucking listen to that. Like, I've actually already played it out in my head. One of these years I'm going to go, I'll go with like Verzi and Lawhead or something, maybe a couple other buddies. And I was already picturing us getting there a couple days early because we'll do stand-up probably at the Stardome or something. This is the game plan. And in the mornings, I just pictured us like hanging out Like fucking eating breakfast somewhere with the car radio on, just sitting there in the parking lot laughing our fucking asses off. Getting there's no if you're not even into college football if you just watch if you can somehow find that, um that Roll Tide War Eagle or War Eagle Roll Tide depending on who you talk to which should come first. It's just it puts the Yankee Red Sox shit to shame. It really does. I I actually think Ohio State-Michigan puts Yankee-Red Sox shit to shame. I mean, the Yankee-Red Sox thing died down now that the Sox finally won it. Um, But uh, it's just a a whole other fucking level. you got to check it out. Highly recommend it. So anyways, one last uh, advertising here for the week. Um, E-Voice. You're screening screening calls, closing deals, and making money, all while lounging poolside in the summer sun. Thanks to what? E-Voice, everybody. Evoice is a better way to connect with people that drive your business. evoice will forward business calls to your home, mobile or any number you choose, wherever you are. evoice will find you. Don't have time to take a call, it's routed to voicemail and you can read it as your, at your own convenience as a text message. evoice not only gives you an edge over your competitors, it takes away the edge the big, big competitors have over you right now. With evoice, You can create the appearance of a whole office building of departments when customers call you. A sales department, customer support, tech support, you name it. It's going to sound like you got a giant skyscraper with your name on the side of it. And it works with any phone, even your cell. Hey, it's summer. Don't be stuck in your office all day, you jackass. Free yourself with a three 30-day trial of eVoice so you can see what I'm talking about. Go to eVoice.com and enter promo code Bill for your 30-day free trial. That's eVoice.com, promo code Bill. Or go to the podcast page on BillBird.com and click on the eVoice banner. There you go, everybody. That would be the advertising for this week. Right? I'm done. Nice. Okay. Let's go on to the next one. Uh, dating an ugly girl. Sorry about the clicking here, everybody. Jesus Christ. Hour and 18. Fucking chatty Kathy here. All right. Doll, doll is shaved. Oh. <laughs> I started reading the advertising. I am so fucking stupid clicking away dating an ugly girl there we go see they both started with a d so that that was enough to get me going dating an ugly girl hey bill i just recently listened started listening to your podcast at work and i got to say great job man thank you very much you say some truly funny and inspiring stuff thank you um i wanted to ask you for your advice on a troubling matter of mine i recently started dating a girl that i met on an internet dating site that's unreal I wish that shit was around when I was fucking single. And I was a young man, had a full head of hair, right? Jesus Christ, that's like going to the supermarket just picking out fruit. You know? Oh, Jesus Christ. If you if you're letting your ego get in the way of fucking doing that, you're out of your goddamn mind. Still going out playing a fucking cover charge. I guess there's the sport of that. You know? Not having the gun cocked, walking around with the shotgun broken over your arm, right? Having your boy go flush him, him out of the fucking bushes. Every once in a while, that wouldn't it be nice to fish in a stock pond. Um, anyways, he said we, we met on an internet dating site. We, we get along great. Uh, oh, we got along great through emails. But when we met, I was surprised to see how ugly her face was and how slightly off she smelled. <sighs> you know, I just did such a great commercial for why you should do internet dating and now you've convinced me that i i don't even know what i'm talking about all right so what what do you need advice at this point Mm -hmm. she has an ugly face and smells bad so what ah Jesus! i I just saw it's, it's dating an ugly girl okay well i'm intrigued now well what do you look like sir are you a little off and do you smell um do your smells combine and actually smell like something good Can that happen? Can two negatives make a positive in smells? I know they do in math. Needless to say, I was coming out of a dry spell. Also, she has a great body, so I put the moves on her. I never actually hesitated. You should have taken a fucking shower with her. (laughs) That was the move right there. You should have taken a fucking shower with her and banged a doggy style. Jesus Christ. Do I got to hold your hand over to the fucking water fountain? Anyways, he goes, uh, so I put the moves on her. I never actually hesitated. I just went on being myself around her and talking to her. And now we're together. The sex is amazing. I fucking knew it. I knew the sex would be amazing because there's no other reason to stay with somebody's ugly and they smell. They better fuck the shit out of you or, uh, you know, they better find a new career. Because their their fuck game is over. Um, Playoffs? No. Your season's over. You're playing for a first-round draft pick. All right. The sex is amazing. She has a pretty deep voice. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is like the money pit. Except instead of a house, it's a woman. All right. She has a pretty deep voice for a lady. So when we bang, it's the only time she talks and acts like a woman. Dude, if you get to the end of this and this person has had a sex change operation, I'm not going to be surprised. Um, Jesus Christ. Do I continue? Yeah, I got nothing better to do. Fuck it. And he goes, uh, blah, blah, blah. And we get along great. She's like the best friend I never had. Yeah, I'm sure. She probably fucking lift more weights than you, too. Seriously, we make each other laugh a lot, and we're always learning and growing intellectually with each other. My dilemma is this: I'm a pretty handsome guy, and we go out to, when we go out together. People always stare, give us angry or confused looks. Oh, come on, man! That might be in your head. I, th- I think that a lot of that might be you being self-conscious. Confused look, like why is this great-looking guy with this piece of dog meat? I don't know if that's your ego or you're dating the ugliest fucking thing ever. You said she's got a nice body. So you know what I mean? Throws on little makeup, does some shit with her hair. You know, maybe combs it in her face a little. Becomes 50% less. Uh, now this is just getting meaner by the second. Uh, my dilemma is this. Okay, blah, blah, blah. I haven't introduced her to any of my friends and family yet because I'm f- afraid of what they'll think of me and how they will judge us behind our backs. Also, I don't want ugly kids and that's pretty important to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why are you with this person, sir? You're saying horrible things. She has an ugly face, she smells bad, and you think she's going to make ugly children. What the what the fuck? You know what it is? Your dick is still making the decisions in your life, sir. That's why you're still with this person. And secondly, just because you're good-looking and you get with a good looking person, that doesn't mean you're gonna have a good looking kid. Alright? That's one of the fallacies out there. I can name I can name a couple celebrity couples, drop dead gorgeous, had it and had an average looking kid, because you know what it is? It's not like you're you're beautiful and you're beautiful, so together you make beauty. No, it's you're combining your features. You know what I mean? There's a lot of average, you know, I can tell you right now, more times than not, average looking people have stunning kids. They have just, or they have just as, as uh, good a chance of making stunning kids. This is like that shit I was talking to you about like a few weeks ago when I was talking about like when people give like Michael Jordan's kid shit because he's not as good as his dad at basketball. It's like, well, he's only half his dad. He's Michael Jordan cut with Michael Jordan's wife. Okay. And if she has no leaping ability, okay, and can't even catch a beach ball underhanded, that's going to fuck with the son's ability to go to the rack, you know? So anyway, sir, so I'll I read the rest of this book. Anyways, uh, I Don't Want Ugly Kid, and that's pretty important to me. She She truly is an amazing person, and in a perfect world, I wouldn't hesitate to make her my wife. But the fact is... I'm too much of a bitch to completely accept her into my life. Well, you know what? You're man enough to admit that you're, you're a bitch. <laughs> That's a good step, uh, which it is. But I don't really want to hurt her feelings. Her life is already pretty hard because of how she looks. Dude, what, does she live under a bridge? What is the problem? What should I do? Am I too selfish and vain? Any advice in this matter would be appreciated. Well, the problem is, sir, you've stayed with her long enough. That she's starting to get into your heart. You know, she was in your balls first, but then, you know, now she's up in, in in your chest. So, uh, what would you do? I mean, well, I mean, you have to make the choice. Look, you either accept her for who she is and you introduce her to people around you or you get rid of her because you're going to hurt her, you know? That's it. I don't know what the fuck else to tell you. I hope I didn't come off like a dick there. But, I mean, that's... Uh, that's just... That's the deal. you got to make the choice. All right? Okay. Well, that's the podcast for this week, everybody. I apologize for being a moron and forgetting uh, the plug and all that shit. But um, I did take a lot of video this week that I'm going to try to have uploaded onto the podcast page and all that. I'll try to make it up that way. Um, my... My iphone pictures and videos as i'm driving and i know it's not safe to be doing that you don't need to point out all the people on the motorcycles i know that i was taking people's lives in danger. you know endangering their lives so before you think you're the most clever cunt on the fucking internet um all right and send me all your hacky fucking shit about first world problems and all that, those, those other catchphrases um anyways here we go wrap-ups all right, guys, now that the show's over, don't forget to support our sponsors if you can. Get started with the th- free 30 day trial of eVoice. As I mentioned, eVoice gives you a toll free 1 800 number or local number so you can call, so you can take business calls from anywhere and always sound like you're at the office. Also, eVoice has great features like dial by name directory and even transcribes your voicemail so you can read them at a conference. All right, go to eVoice.com and enter the promo code Bill for your 30 day free trial. Uh, or go to the podcast page billburr.com click on eVoice. voice um, also don't forget to sign up for uh, Hulu Plus it lets you binge on binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere on your TV, PC, smartphone or tablet support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to the podcast page billburr.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner um, and finally dollarshaveclub.com forward slash burr dollarshaveclub.com forward slash burr alright you want to stop getting effed over buying razor blades? Not only do you going to get them but for a fraction of the cost, they can deliver them right to your damn house. High-quality razors sent to your door every month for a fraction of what you pay at retail. I love these guys, and you will too. All right? Now go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Just go to the podcast page on billbird.com and click on the Dollar Shave Club banner. And that is the show for this week. Um, thank you so much to everybody who came out in Boise and Bozeman, Montana. For everybody else, Deadwood, Wichita, Tulsa. Colorado Springs, El Paso, all, all the those other dates. I am making those up. I'm doing them two, three at a time. Two down, like eight cities to go. I'm bringing the t-shirts and I'll do a nice long show for you because uh, I fucked you over. I didn't fuck you over. I got an acting gig. What am I supposed to do? You know, but uh, I'm, I'm going to make it up to you. All right. Thanks for listening and uh, go fuck yourselves. And now there's the long silence because I can't find the stop button, and there it is.